record. Mm. Rewind back to what you were saying about the theme. Start from the theme of what? The theme, the theme of my life at the moment mm. is really interrogating my thoughts. So not I'm not listening to them. It's become really habitual now. Like I wake up and I have the, uh, the habitual thought pattern mm. start and I'm like, nope. I'll get up and I'm like, nope. What are you thinking? What are you thinking about? Mm. Thinking What's about that? thinking. Thinking about thinking. Thinking about what we're thinking about. And like, it's overwhelming some days. I'm like, oh, I'm actually really tired. I need to it go is. back to sleep. It's tiring. Right. Consciousness is tiring. Especially like when Until my, it's my body is healing and doing yeah. all this stuff as well. And like today I was in, in a lot of pain in my pelvis and I was like, oh, you know, it's just, it's just pain. I'm like I had all these thoughts about it and all these memories of endometriosis and all this other stuff. And I was like, it's just, that's just memory. Like that's not, it's not even real anymore. Mm. My body's not even there anymore to so many things. And just, yeah, and re really interrogating my thoughts and really observing my feelings. That's the theme of my life right now. It's like wow. feelings are coming up, feelings are hanging out. Do I wanna give them power? Do I want to? Maybe for some, that's nice. Maybe for some I do. Mm. If they align with my values and my purpose, they align with where I want to go. Like maybe I will give those ones power, but like I get to kind of sit back and observe enough to filter as they come into my space or come up, filter whether or not I'm going to allow myself to entertain the feeling mm. and start attaching thoughts to that feeling mm. one of the beautiful things about seeing in images is if you can slow them down you can kind of overlay things on them if mm. you want to mm -hmm. or you can not mm. right it's a skill set. Like if you were born in a different time with your neurology, you would have been trained to become an oracle. Absolutely. Just the same as my mum would have been trained to become a shaman. Absolutely. Yeah. But we're in a time that doesn't have room for... If anyone's listening to this, I'm autistic ADHD. Just so you know. Yeah. We're in a time that doesn't have room for these other roles. It hasn't created flexibility. It's just created these systems that are like systems of productive work, industrialism, money and industrialism exactly, yeah. industrial age, and technological. Right? Mm. It's but just output. It's like productivity and output. I get to I get to slow things down and I get to filter them. If I if I possibly can, that's the goal of this period of, in time of my life. Period of time in my life, I should say. I'm not sure how far I can take that, but I'm, I'm hopeful, I'm really hopeful. I'm presenting the idea to, to my friend today. She mm -hmm. was like, I think because I have I had the feelings that I had yesterday that I was telling her about. Mm. That that to her is actually her feelings and her actions are not separate. So when I said to her, you know, I, I had this conversation with Said where I said, I just don't know if you're man enough to look after me. I, f I have these feelings and these thoughts that maybe you're not man enough to look after me. And that there's someone else out there that could look after me better. And she, uh, like any, I suppose, person who lives in that paradigm, mm. was like, why are you doing this to this man? Why, like, why would you say that to him? And why would you do that to him? I'm like, I didn't do anything. I'm just telling him how I'm feeling. She, mm. she didn't really, 
she couldn't understand that at first mm. and I had to explain to her like no this is that was my feelings it doesn't necessarily mean that anything needs to be acted upon mm-hmm. and just because I tell him how I feel doesn't mean that I'm going to act in that way what did she think like fill in the blanks what, is, what was she really saying speak her subtext she was saying, oh my goodness, like, you're going to leave him. Right. She was like, oh, you're going you're gonna to leave him. And I was like, no. And, and, to fill in the, and to fill in more of those blanks, you're going to leave him because... He can't look after you. Or because you feel like he can't look after you, so you're going to leave him. Yeah. Because that's the power of people's feelings. When they give them power, they're like... There's no interrogation of the thoughts. There's no slowing down or or filtering of those feelings. Yeah. We're very fortunate that we have a relationship where we can speak about our feelings. Totally. We've always been able to speak about our feelings because we didn't enter, I suppose, into a contractual romantic relationship when we first lived together so we always spoke about our feelings openly and I don't think I would have ever been able to speak about my feelings openly if we had have had a romantic relationship off the bat because I would have overlaid it with all of the shoulda coulda wouldas all the time you I, don't know if, I don't know if I could have I don't know if you're remembering that. it the same as I am you didn't speak your feelings openly no that's what I mean I don't think I ever would have been able to if we had just got into a romantic relationship. Sure. I had to learn that it was okay for me to speak about my feelings. Which you couldn't have been able to do. No, not in a a romantic romantic. relationship. Because my belief and my paradigm is that you don't tell your partner how you feel about things. You just act in accordance to how you should behave. Based on your feelings. Based on how you're supposed to feel. Ah, so you were in constant conflict with your own emotions. Absolutely. Constant. Constant. Because I'm not supposed to feel attracted to that other person. I'm not supposed to feel bored. I'm not supposed to feel... Absolutely. ...impatient. I'm not supposed to feel all this normal human experience that was constantly repressed. When I tell you that... When I tell you that S and I are the same, Mm. like I'm serious. It's just that I was not cheating on anyone but like the same like exactly the same babe Mm. incomplete discordance with my perceived values Mm. like incomplete opposition my feelings were in opposition to the values that I had and Mm. that I needed to uphold in my relationships yeah that's how we can find our feelings, uh, sorry, our values to start with. When we don't know what our values are, people are like, I don't understand, like, I, I, I really value health, but I'm so unhealthy. Mm. That's, not a, that's not a reason that you don't, that health is not a value. You know, people are like, I'm confused, like, I should be healthier because I value health. No. It's because you value health and you have a sickness of self-image and Mm self-esteem that it's corrupting your value of health Mm -hmm. and your behavior and decisions are a reflection of your Mm self-worth, corrupting the things that you find important and the things that you want to bring into the world. My friend with BPD who will remain nameless who you know who I'm talking about that I spoke to today she really values healthy relationships and Mm. can't find herself in one yeah because of that discordance that lack of self-worth yeah that lack of self-concept yeah there's no self-concept there's nothing there's no identity actually formed that's what happens when you get treated that way from a young age, yeah, you know, that's totally. I had to remind her today, I was like, where's my Sagittarius badass? Like, mm. leave this trash behind. Yeah. 
take the trash out to the bin. Yeah. Like you would some chick at the beat. Yeah. Like it's exactly the same situation. You've just grown this attachment. Yeah. Because it's filling that need because you're getting to be a mum. Because you never had one. And you feel guilty. But like, when I said that, she, she was like, oh my God, like I've forgotten. Yeah. I forgot that I, I'm a badass. I actually forgot yeah. for a sec. Or a year, you know? So, so weird. Anyway, that's the theme of my life. I'm not sure why you want to record that, but that's okay. Yeah, no, it's great. Thanks for sharing. This would be a podcast episode. I reckon this would be a great one. It's interrogating my feelings. Mm. Uh, interrogating my thoughts and observing my feelings. I can tell you now. I can tell you about that thing that I wrote. So I wrote a presentation. I didn't oh, tell you about amazing. it today because Absolutely. you were before work. Absolutely. work, yeah. It's... The theme is... The ecosystem of your many selves. Hmm... And the idea is that it's up to us to explore our own inner nature, mm. uncover what we do as we go, map the territory, knowing that we will never have a complete map mm. and the map will change of ourselves. Yeah, the territory yeah. changes, so... Oh, the terrain. The terrain changes. The terrain changes, depending on what we go through. Totally. Dep yeah. So, knowing these things, and how, how then do we explore what it means That's to update our map? Thinking of the game Scorched Earth. Did you ever play that game? Mm. Or Worms. Yeah. Where the terrain changes depending on what, <laughs> what it goes through, mm. right? So, the map changes and where you put the little... Worms changes. Right. Which is how we have to do life. But mm -hmm. so many people get attached to their map and they think, no, this is the way. Yeah, this is where the so, worm's gone. Yeah. Nah, bro. Nah, it's changed. The lemmings are awful enough. Totally. <laughs> Did you play lemmings? Yeah, it's yeah okay. It's my favourite game. Yeah, I wish there was... I want to play pick... Nah, let's not get lost down that rabbit hole. So... <laughs> the... Ecosystem. So it's... We have this ecosystem of multiple different cells with multiple mm. different needs. Like and they, parts, like IFS kind yeah, of Yeah, parts, yeah. And they interact with one another. Yeah. And so what we want to do then is treat ourselves like an ecosystem, which means look for points of leverage where a small, like leverage, as in like a lever, like a small action creates an outsized impact yeah right and like with ecosystem like with system studies there is a really good understanding of how to make responsible mature changes in an ecosystem there's a really good robust understanding around this it's no longer like we should just you know it's a good animal in this environment let's just put it in that environment you know like that's how things used to be done like we'll just put toads in and that'll fix everything <laughs> You know, so it's not, we've got a really good, robust understanding of it now. Mm. And a part of that comes down to making small changes built off of theory, backed from multiple angles, knowing what we're expecting to see and observing, taking note. To see whether it's going according to plan. Mm -hmm. And so those points of leverage when we're making behavior change, to me, that's like going to sleep is like a huge point of leverage, right? Yeah. Going to sleep at 9 p.m. for me yeah. is like, if I can get that part right, that's massive. Yeah. But then it includes lots of other parts of selves. Yeah. Right? And it's... So, and so many that's things all these to different things. Yeah. yeah, and that's so okay. Many that's we've got to overcome totally. The day that's to a get feature. You there by 9 PM. Yeah, it is. A, it is a feature. It's a feature, not a bug. And it's the same thing with like wanting to have a better diet, wanting to stop re replying to that dumbass ex or whatever, or 
go to sleeping to, with whoever. Or... Like what old love who I spoke to today goes through all the time. Like, Interrogating your thoughts. Yeah. It's a leverage point. Legit. It's a massive leverage Those point. impulses that come up in people. It's like, why though? Why am I feeling that impulse? That's what people fail to do. Because the feeling is so overwhelming yeah. when you're a human. It's like, no, you've got, I've got to act on that. I've got to act on that thing right now to get relief. I have to. I'll feel better. But the feeling's going to go. Yeah. The feeling's going to subside, babe. It's going to go. It yeah. always does. It's the one thing you can guarantee about feelings is they don't last. What makes them last? is our behavior that's the trick people think i'll never be able to escape that feeling but what they don't realize is that the reason they can't escape is because there's a trigger in their behavior reigniting the feeling the people who have unprocessed grief for example are completely different after they've processed and integrated their grief. I think about my addiction. Totally. To alcohol. It's like... It doesn't mean I don't want to drink. Like, quite often, honestly. I'll be like, man, a glass of wine would be so nice right now. But because I've integrated why I used to be so obsessed with getting wasted because I've integrated those pains and those hurts that's sort of where the feeling stops it's like oh yeah I like I do like the taste of wine and cake together it's my favorite <laughs> maybe it's cheeky little ciggy on the side but I don't have anything beyond that that it stops sex I, I have nothing beyond that there's no impulse driven behavior anymore mm. i can even just think about it i'm like oh that's nice you know mm. and there's no impulse behind it anymore it doesn't exist because my identity is no longer stuck on the loop of mm. i need to drink to block out the pain i haven't integrated mm. and the hard part is that doing that healing is very difficult to it's difficult to see that that healing needs to be done. Well, it's difficult when you're not even you're not even ready to confront it. If you pain. exactly, exactly. When you're like, what pain? What are you talking about? Yeah. I have no life pain. is pain. Life is pain, and I am still here. I'm, yeah. I'm still surviving. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'll survive. Yeah. Right. You've got to be ready for it. That's the thing. It is interesting, like I, I do remember days, I remember days and days and days of waking up hungover and just being like, how? How though? How am I here again? Mm. How am I here again? Like I don't understand when this is not what I want, when this is not who I am. Mm. I knew it wasn't who I was, like I, I knew it. But it wasn't until I really was like, oh, I'm in pain. It's almost invisible though. It's invisible. And I was like, oh, I'm, you know why it's invisible? Because you're proud. Mm. I was too proud to admit I was in pain. Mm. Like I'd be like, yeah, haha, like trauma, lol. But I was too, I was too proud. It's way easier. My, my twin flame's ex, I remember that, the one conversation I've ever had with her, babe. Mm. She was wasted out the front of the club, smoking, like wasted. She was stuff-eyed, white girl, full gone. Mm. And she was like talking to me, a complete random stranger, about how hilarious trauma is. Mm. Sharing personal details. Sharing of such insane personal details with mm. me about her trauma, and I was like, "Oh my god, I I know you. Yeah, I know you because I am you. I've been you. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, I understand exactly. And like, 
old mate not getting it and him being like, why does she do that? Like, I don't yeah. understand why she does that. I'm like, you, you don't understand how pain pain has to come out. It has yeah. to come out and find light. Yeah. And if, if it doesn't come out verbally, it comes out another way. It'll come yeah. out through sex addiction, yeah. which it, it, you know, in her case, it, it has. Yeah. For me, like, it, it comes out either you're wasted and you're abusing someone or you're wasted and you're oversharing or you just overshare in general because you're in so much freaking pain. You just need someone to see you. Or you are never, ever sharing about anything, but your behavior is really weird. Mm. Like, really weird. Like, you go to someone's house to sleep with them, sleep with them, and then you're like, bye, i got to go, see ya. Or you kick them out of your house after you've been intimate with someone. Mm. Just this weird behavior of pain. Or, you know, you yell and scream at someone, and then the next day you pretend it didn't happen mm. when you're not even drunk. And you're like, what? I can't even remember what you're talking about. Like, just weird behavior. Pain has to come out, has to find reprieve somewhere. Mm. Or you bash someone up in the street, and you don't yeah. know why you did it. Yeah. You go gambling, or you go snorting lines of coke, and then be like, I'm not addicted. Mm. It's crazy. It's so crazy. And looking back on being hungover so many times, just like, how, how did this happen? It was just my mm. pain trying to escape my body. And asking that question... How that that's the that's the requirement that's the prerequisite is having the courage to ask. Well, your ego wants you to be believe that you're all good. Yeah. Your ego wants you to believe that doesn't this is, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter that you like this. Like you're doing better than someone else in the world. This is okay. Your ego literally wants you to be okay. Just wants you to be alive. And then when you realize that you're not actually okay, it's like dying. It is. Without the death. It's a necessary no wonder the ego is trying to protect itself so much because it's got to die. Gosh, I can't believe how much pain I used to be in. Mm. Well, I'm not even... Like, you literally did so much healing. It was Olympian. It was, like, <laughs> momentous. Yeah, I was healing like my life depended on it because, honestly, I think it did. Seriously, like, I've never... I've not even heard of that. Let alone seen it. That's really kind. Mm. You just took it so seriously. Do you know who I've seen take it as seriously as I have? And I know so many other people have as well, but she took it so seriously and she's literally my goals in so many ways, minus the veganism. Is Teal Swan. Because mm. she was an addict too, Bob. Yeah. She was an alcoholic. Same thing. Just the same. Yeah. Stripper, sexual disempowerment. I see it in her. I see, I see the, the where I want to be. Yeah, the outcome, the work, the being. I see, even the way she speaks, like. Definitely autistic. There's so much thought. There's so much thought behind her words. And her sense of humor, just everything. Mm. I think the danger of... The danger that I see in Teal Swan and in people like her is that it's just your standard, like... The ego is sneaky. And it will return. That's a guarantee. It does return. That's a guarantee. Absolutely. So what happens with people like Teal, and it's the same thing with like that Tyler guy, right? That I was telling you about. And Elliot. Uh -huh. Right? It's uh -huh. the same thing. It's like, when these people are at the top of their game, it, there's, if there's no mechanism causing them to stay humble, they get lost. Yeah, I think that's why mentors are so important. Yeah. I think I've got a lot of faith in Teal, though. 
I really yeah. do because she's very she's very grounded mm. I have a lot of faith in her and she's got some pretty interesting ideas about some stuff but like I have a lot of faith I think it's it's the the risk of it's like if you're at the bottom of the pyramid you risk getting trodden on and eaten by others if you're at the top of the pyramid you risk treading on others and eating people mm -hmm. and that's just the standard it's just a fact of being a hierarchically social yeah, basically it's, it's is what we are. Of who we are as human pretty much we have to like use our brain to well, be make, more evolved than that you got to make sure that those people that keep you in check yeah you have to make sure there's people that keep you in check in yeah. life. And if you don't have them, you need to seek them out. This is the this is it. Like part of that ecosystem of music. This is a part of that ecosystem of many selves. You know, it's like you've got mm -hmm. to have lots of different mm. levers, right? It's mm -hmm. like bit by bit, you put a new lever in place, put a new lever in place, and you kind of keep doing that forever yeah, yeah that's very much that's that's it <laughs> and that's it like when you're talking about interrogating your thoughts the thing about having a mentor what you're really talking about is having assistance to interrogate your thoughts yeah absolutely absolutely babe you know it and making sure that you have assistance on so many varying different levels. You know, if you're if you're a relationship if you're a relationships counselor, then you better have a relationship counselor. If you're a financial wizard, then you better have a financial advisor who's a wizard, you know? Like, top of my game at ballet. Top of my game. And after I left the care and mentorship of my dance teacher, I was lost. And I bought into the idea that my image was more important than the work. That my body weight was more important than the work. Which is just, it was just never the case. If I, not that I regret any of this, but if I had of, you know, if the work was more important than my body image, I would have had a longer career, for sure. A very different story. Yeah, but then I wouldn't have met you and it would have just been... Well, it worked out for the best, but for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. And that's... But the thing lesson. is, we get, it's a lesson. We get, to, we get to craft the future story now by listening to that lesson. Listening to the lesson. Yeah. Learning from the lesson. Yeah. There's suffering we cannot endure by... Yeah. Find right by finding the right leverage and points. Finding the right people in your corner, the right mentorship. I was having a chat when with they Andy. Suffer, totally. They can sh they can tell you, hey, if you take that road, you might suffer, like I did. Would have taken this road if I could have. Mm. You were talking to Andy, sorry. I was talking to Andy today, and he said he's at the point now. Because I was sharing with him recently about how tough it's been with the two of us. Because yeah. I'm practicing opening up, right? Telling people, really like, I'm really struggling. This is what I'm going through. With me and with my health and totally. everything that that's brought about. Totally, yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, totally. And sharing with Andy, and he was like, Imi and I are at the point where we have 10 plus people each. Who we open fully to. open up to about when we're deep in it we've got to the point where we can actually say i need a time out and the other person at first it was like no i need you to listen to me i need you to... but now it's like okay i can give you a time out and they each have like between 10 and 15 people that they 
fully trust and open up to it. And that just blew my mind. I was like, because mm. I remember I even said that to you during our last fight. I think, I literally think I can't help you here. And I, maybe you need to talk to someone else. We still pulled through, of course, in the end. Mm. But I feel that. I feel the pressure of not having the village around us. It shouldn't just be you and I who we can reach for support during, for that assistance. Yeah, that's so true. I reach out to AJ a lot. Mm, I don't. I don't reach out to even Mitch when I'm having a hard time. I have a lot of barriers to overcome still. Mm. Yeah, I, I reach out to AJ. I reach out to Steph. I reach out to Steph a lot, actually. Great. Because she's just such an, I know she's, she's such an amazing listener, yeah. And she's got just such a massive heart, and just yeah, for real. And sometimes, that way, I feel bad for her because she's just my sad, my soundboard. But she's mm. just such a gracious, mm. gracious listener. I reach out to Brooke. Oh, I reach cool. out to Tara. Okay. Yeah, I have I have quite a few people in my corner actually that I reach out to. Even during the struggle. Yeah. Recently, I really, really opened up. I was even able to open up to Kyle the other night and be like, okay. bro, I lost it today. Like, it was really gnarly. And mm. Great. Yeah, Kyle's probably been my closest person. And I've reached out to, I've reached out to Bear a lot as well mm. in the past. I've even reached out to Sam, honestly, mm. about things that I really struggle with he doesn't always have answers which is nice which is good like he'll just he listens mm. similar to Steph he really listens nice yeah my sister I tell my sister about most of our fights cool she has long term relations relationship perspective you know mm. Yeah, that's a really good point. I really love that. What are you afraid of when it comes to opening up to people about that stuff? Um, I have a lot of... My ego has a lot of tricky, mm. sneaky defenses. Yeah. Like, I don't want to burden people. I don't want them to think the wrong thing about you. I don't want them to judge you. Mm-hmm. Um, if they make a judgment of me, what does that mean? I guess it means, like the thing that I'm afraid of, yeah. is that they get an idea in their head that doesn't fit how I want you to be seen. I don't want you to be seen through their misunderstanding lens. That's why you have to trust them. Totally. And that's difficult. So that's, yeah. Because mm. I've had that, you know, I've had people tell me, oh, you just break up with her. What are you doing? You know, like I've had a lot of like, that was in the early days, that was a lot. So I sort of got used to that and was like, oh yeah, okay. Well, I can tell that you, I don't want your advice. I don't want you listening. You're not the person who I want to listen to me. Mm. And then I haven't filled that gap yet. I haven't found those well, people who... Well, because back who... in the day, like, they were probably right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not right, but they were like... Well, no... It just means know, I it... haven't got people who see it they, on my level. They were people who had their own agenda. Yeah, to protect me... Yeah, definitely. ...from what they see are dangers and when I'm vulnerable that's not what I want no you want someone to listen the way that Steph does yeah pretty much and I just haven't found those people Andy men don't really yeah Andy yeah he's obviously very busy but I'll get Kyle. another 15 Andy's basically yeah Kyle Kyle's well that's it I went for that walk the other day and called him yeah yeah 
And the next day you were like, you're just getting babs and whatever. I was like, bitch. That was near necessary. That was like some mental health stuff right there. Like I Well because people like for example Yeah. Old mate has all his own stuff that he's overlaying and projecting on that. Everyone right? does. Yeah, but like people at a certain level of healing or a certain level of consciousness about Well that's it. Like I can't Who can see you. As yeah, I haven't had that many of those people. I think Mitch is definitely one of those people. Yeah. I think Mitch is definitely one of those people. Totally. And I have What are you saying about me that makes you think that people are gonna want you to break up with me? Yeah, it's not that. It's not that I think that they're going to tell me that I should break up with you, but just that I want to put your best foot forward. I want people to see us and see the part of you that I want them to see, which is that like we're together, we're tight, we're a unit and I'm, and I've got your back. That's what I want my persona of our relationship to be. And it's important to me that people know that not that they you know project their own weird shit all over it of course there's challenges of course we have our own flaws of course we struggle of course all that sort of stuff it's yes so funny because we literally record our fights and put them on well we haven't actually put fights up yet we've only put our True. debriefs up yeah. well there's plenty of recordings of them yeah <laughs> I've recorded them a lot of them yeah just for the record people we fight every day so almost almost much less than much less than every day now yeah actually. we used to we used to fight every day yeah but not okay. anymore well we're still going to have I believe probably a disagreement of some kind most days. Yeah. Because we're just, our standards are so extraordinarily high. That's the thing. People don't understand the standards we have for one another. Yeah. And when we say, like, this is what's going on right now, they don't understand that whatever standard you ask me to meet, I can meet, and vice versa. Yeah. It's like a caveat. It's like a disclaimer. Hey, like I'm going to talk about my partner. Yeah. But you need to understand that. I'm not looking for. There's no standard she's not going to meet. So yeah. You've, you've got to just take that off the table. Yes. Take it off the table. You're you so take right. Take that off the table. That's, that's what that's I did with Steph skill. today. When yeah. she was like. Oh, sorry. I used her name. That's, that's what I did with her though. Today when she was like, you know, if you've been having these feelings for a while and blah, blah, yeah. blah. I'm like. Babe, they're just feelings. Yeah. That's the skill that they, I've not developed is actually managing actions? how I open up. That's and that's the thing, that's, that's a hard part of opening up is I'm that really like I'm glad that we've uncovered that. Totally. As a guy, oh, we don't have the experience. We don't have the experience <sighs> opening up. We don't make the mistakes of oh, I ought to open up in this way and not in that way. Oh, I ought to show this part, but not that part. Oh, this person's yeah, not safe to like, show that. I'm opening up. Legit, we either get too open or we don't. Or That's don't. as deep as it gets. And we don't have the complexity because we don't have the experience. or the. So there is no sophistication behind it. It's just, well, I guess I better bottle this up until oh, I fucking go off the rails. So good to know that. I'm thinking about S talking yeah. about his wife back in the day. And yeah. being like, this is a disaster. Yeah. Meanwhile... You know, that that's a very complicated situation. But meanwhile, honestly, if I had wisdom, yeah, I would have been like, you just just because you're having a bad day with her doesn't mean you're going to leave her. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And also as a friend, if I could have been that, which I, I wish I could have sometimes, you know, I would have been able to see, like, you actually just need to open up about this and maybe you need some support around this. But obviously yeah. I was trying to be with a man and I was sucking his dick. It's like, it a very complicated situation. But I can see that now. Yeah. I can see that just because you're having a bad day with someone and you're having feelings. Yeah. And that's the thing, babe. It's, it's important, I think, to put that as a caveat of, like, hey, I'm having these feelings. And I'd like to be heard and not... 
That's a boundary. Uh, and I want to take it off the table. There's, yeah, there's things I want to take off the table. But I don't know what I want to take off the table. But there's th- but I have tension around being heard. Stuff's and I know that really there's some stuff. Right. Should I know like, that there's oh, some mate, stuff that I need to express. Can't. But I don't know where the dangers are. And I need the trust that it, when we can identify them, that it's, a, that it's a space that I can take it off the table and not re- receive stuff. I don't, there, there's yeah. things that I need to not receive, but I can't identify them. Stuff around projecting fears. Yeah. Stuff around projecting low standards. Yeah. Stuff around yeah. not understanding my values and the fact that I'm committed to this regardless of how it looks to you like Honestly, i want to be heard without those things be like i don't i don't the, here's what it comes down to i don't want a single thing entering my brain that doesn't get me toward the outcome i'm looking for the outcome i'm looking for is us thriving together i don't want a single thing i don't want to have to Listen to it. And logically, do you think that that is... Like when we when we take feelings out of the equation here for a moment. Do you think that that is a... A... Uh, what's the word? If that's the outcome that you want, do you think you have enough evidence that that's the best outcome? When you enter the, into these conversations with people around our struggles being with me and us thriving that is the best outcome that's what you believe right yeah you can't ask me whether i have enough evidence though because that's the evidence doesn't matter like it's not about the evidence because it's my conviction it's not driven by evidence what's it driven by my conviction i've made the decision that's it evidence doesn't play into that at all no very interesting maybe it's the nature of my trauma where it's like I'm not going to be in a relationship if I don't have the evidence let me speak into that the reason why evidence is not important is because I have I take it as a granted that I cannot see all of the information I have blind spots I never will have a complete map Therefore, I'll never have enough evidence. I will always be missing evidence. Just the same way that I'm not dependent upon my feelings telling me, I'm neither dependent upon logic telling me. You'll never, you'll never have the evidence you need to be able to make it rational decision I'll never I'm have right, all of that I'm the right person for you 100 percent thrive with me what makes you the right person for me is my choice yeah that's the thing yeah. that I hold yeah that nothing can there's nothing you know that's it I've made yeah. my choice and that's and I and I don't like the experience of talking to people who don't understand that because that's and they're what constantly they're what I just did to you they're looking for evidence it's exhausting. I'm like, man, I'm having a hard time here. I don't want to be having to convince you that this you're projecting right your fears exactly on my life because you don't have the level of strength that I have to withstand challenges. So it's like very challenging for me to open up about that stuff because it's like stuff that I can't open up about the level of challenge that I'm having because the people that I'm opening up to can't contain that level of challenge they're like well you have you tried quitting like that's you know so i'm like dude i don't even want that i don't even want to i have no room for that it's just like junk food the answer is no so yeah so now that but you're right andy's one of those people who i can fully he gets it mitch is one of those people yeah mitch is one of those people yeah and I, and that's it. AJ's it's just a, a case. Crazy, babe. Yeah. He's married a crazy woman. <laughs> love you, AJ. Haha, <laughs> love. <laughs> that's the thing. Is like over time, I'm just collecting more of those yeah. relationships. I'm building more. And of I those suppose I've got women in my life who've really been through it. Yeah. Like Tara. Yeah. Steph. 
Like that level of conviction is how she feels about her men. But I think know? the missing part of this conversation is me navigating Absolutely. the boundaries Absolutely. of receiving that conversation with people because when I was going my off inability... at Steph the other day about yeah. Eddie, yeah, she was like, "No, no, you will my not inability. talk that way about it." Yeah, because this is actually what I believe, yeah. and you're going to shut up, or I'm hanging up the phone. And, and I needed that I've because never... I was like, you know what? That's that's true. Like, yeah. this is your decision. This is your choice. This is. I, I, it doesn't matter what I think about this guy at the end of the day. I love you. It matters what you want. And it matters what you need. And what you need from me in these moments, right? But that level of consciousness... God love her, she's so amazing. <laughs> that level of consciousness and that level of awareness... That's a, that's a deep level of love, babe. That most people who are in the survival paradigm don't have. Yeah. But someone like Andy and someone like Mitch, someone like Steph, yeah. believe it or not, right? Yeah. That's the skill that I don't have is that ability to be able to... It's a skill that I'm learning as of literally tonight, you mm-hmm. saying that to me. Mm-hmm. It's is like... that ability to be to boundary the support that I'm receiving. Yeah. Right? Boundarying yeah. the support that I'm receiving. I'm and while I'm vulnerable... You. I need to talk to you about my partner, but you need to understand... Some uh, stuff's off the table. Stuff. Yeah, leaving is off the table. Uh, leaving like, is off the table. This quitting is, the table. is off the table. Like, the, really these things are off the table and I need... Yeah, my friend. Yeah, totally. That's the part... That, that's, the tool, that's the key that I haven't had and to unlock this conversation. I think women are a lot more... Honestly, women are a lot more sensitive to that stuff because we know... like socialized for we, it. We just... A woman's heart, the way that we feel, the depth at which we know another woman can love a man, it's like... Sure. Yeah, we want to save our friends. But, like, we know that pain. Yeah. We know that pain of releasing that attachment because we're born in such a state of fear that like that's the only thing that we're really looking for in this life, honestly, is to attach ourselves to a male partner if we're heterosexual and for them to love us enough to look after us and we just lost give like us children. 90% of our I don't <laughs> give a shit. It's true. Yeah. I don't give a crap. If they if they want to be that delusional to their own okay, reality. That they're not looking mm. for someone to love them and to love, then that's their problem, babe. Mm. Then if that's who our listeners are, then y'all need to go and do some work. <laughs> because that's what we're all looking for. And women know that kind of pain. Mm. And yet, look, I have had friends who have had really shitty choices of partners, no offense to <laughs> But in saying that... I think it's like kind of a no offense, all of you, really. But yeah, but yeah. in saying that, like... I don't think anybody's... She, she, gets to, she gets to choose that and she gets to change those dynamics mm. of that relationship. She actually... She gets to choose that, It right? starts with herself, right? It starts Absolutely. with ourselves. It's like, that's that Look first at how I've changed intervention. my relationship dynamic with my twin flame. Literally like, how because is that of impossible? you. Because of me. Yeah. You're allowed to lay down that boundary and take mm. that off the table. Mm. And I suppose as women too, it's it's a boundary we're very tentative to cross with one another because we know what it's like to really, attach. really, really attach to a man. Mm. We're very tentative to cross that with mm. one another because the pain, if we've been through a breakup of right. even just like some small kind, like we're there for each other in those moments. It's, it's brutal. Mm. Like it's like, it's so brutal. It's like watching Lord of the Rings the other night. Like, it's that brutal. And we know it and we feel it. But that's because we've always opened up about it. Literally. Death! We've always opened up about it. Whereas you men, it's it's a little harder. And it's all logical, right? They're like, oh, she sounds like she's been a bitch. You've got to leave her. Whereas we're like, oh my gosh, babe. Oh my god, that's so hard. I know I don't want to leave him because he's so beautiful and you love him and little. Even though he's probably into it. No, I'm joking. Yeah. But yeah, you like you're allowed to put those boundaries down. Mm. It's a strong move, and it's a strong move that most guys don't lay down. Mm. 
and once you give permission well if you don't if you don't lay down that boundary it does give permission for people to be like bruh what are you doing yeah like I look at someone who struggles with his, with his boundaries yeah like S yeah or bear totally and it's like people people will influence their decisions yeah absolutely totally because you're men you're you're a little more susceptible to that when like before evolution yeah yeah yeah, before before you learn to Who you step are. into your power and yeah. your masculinity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially if a man has female friends who's like, mm. you need to get out of that relationship with that chick. Because they they trust in their female friends' opinions mm. about the woman they're with. They really do. If they even have any real female friends though. It's rare. Most of the men in my life are female friends, which mm. is cool. Like, I would consider Kyle to be my friend and Bear to be my friend. So they had friends, they were female. Yeah, but did they listen when you gave advice though, or when any females gave advice about their stuff? I don't think they really heard it. No offense, Bear and Kyle, love you guys. But I I think that they. You're driven by. Your I dick, think so. they heard it. That's hilarious. You just just we're striking that from the record. <laughs> I think they heard it, but I think they had to go through the experiences. Yeah, totally. You know, but it doesn't mean it doesn't infiltrate the relationship either, and get in your head. Even if you stay in the relationship, sure. you can get in your head. Yeah, that's also intuition. You know, it's like, yeah. So if you know that. If someone starts worm tonguing in your ear about that's me, it. it's not it's going to get. It's not going to get in your head. I need a spell to be like. Belay that. Belay that. Yeah. Silence. <laughs> Poor worm tongue. Calm down, Grima. I love all of the rings. Right, I'm gonna. Stop. This is one hour almost. Thanks Jeez. for listening. Wow. Pleasure to have you here at our kitchen that, table with us. When? How I got there? Well. <laughs>